be haunted by three spirits. That's the chance of hope. I'd rather not. Expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls one. Can't I take them all at once and have it over with, Jacob? Expect the second the next night at the same hour. And the third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast, episode 16. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Scrooge McDuck of podcasting, Chris Zero Cool Tucker. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? What a dick. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm tired. It's it's Christmas, the week of Christmas, so a lot of stuff for the little ones and, and you know, getting gifts for the missus and pretending to be happy <laughs> doing <laughs> well, all that nonsense. As the, uh, the, the listeners heard from our intro, uh, they can tell that this is our Christmas episode. We're we're gonna hey. do like a Doctor Who style where we do a Christmas episode every year, right? I the moment you include Doctor Who, I'm like, what? I'm in. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> now. Yes, let's do everything like Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is our post Superpod episode. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience on that thing? I I had a Thanks. really good time with it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. I I. I I got to the point at the last uh, 10 minutes or so when Gessman kind of broke to me for the last question. Um, I didn't really want to leave. As I was as I was saying, I don't know if I got to it on mic, um, but we were in the middle of this gigantic winter snowstorm um, in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, my 12-year-old boy was actually trapped at his school while we were recording. So I, I got off of uh, a recording about halfway through, about 35 minutes or so in. And we literally went and dug the car out of the snow that was trapped on a hill, uh, put chains on it, and then drove 20 miles per hour uh, to the kid's school so that we could we could pick him up because he had been sitting at school since about you know three or four o'clock. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a long rough day, but the the actual pod itself was was fun. Uh, I liked. Uh, I got I kind of got T ball served up a uh, a question about Nigel DeYoung and Ashley Cole. <laughs> at a, well, it I've was it was back brought to that up. A few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are those questions were kind of easily brought up. Uh, what am to, I supposed to do with to that? make you angry? Or I'm, I can only assume like those guys in Guessman talked ahead of time and was like, "Let's see if we can make a blood vessel in Chris's brain explode <laughs> by saying Nigel DeYoung was terrible and Ashley Cole is the reason our defense is awful." Ah, uh, yeah. So. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a beautiful thing about you know uh, the galaxy or anything in general. You can have your opinions and and kind of uh, you know argue them. Well, it was the best part of doing the pod, you know, because no disrespect to those guys, the LA is our house guys. Like you're, I, I know you well enough and you and I talk during the week and, you know, obviously the riot squad, we all talk soccer during the week. I know you're never going to say a sentence to me like that. So you got to see a very raw reaction of someone saying something that I thought was ridiculous. Um, and I could, I could do nothing but laugh. It was, it was, you know, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion and it's good to get together and, have varying opinions and, and discuss these things and, you know, sometimes laugh about them. 
Um, but overall, you know, it's always just good to to build content and uh, grow the discussion and yeah, make sure you know people are talking. It's like, what's the point of having three different podcasts all saying the same shit? You know, it'd be boring. I mean, yeah. we started. No, again, this is no disrespect episode, but no disrespect <laughs> to Guessman. We began in the first place because we felt like there were topics not being covered or at least not being covered in the way we would have wanted to hear them. Yeah. That's the sole reason we started to begin with. I'm sure if you ask the guys who do LA is, is our house, they come from the same position. There's issues and topics not being discussed or issues and topics not being discussed the way they want to hear them discussed. So they want to put that voice out there. Um, what is the point of three different shows where everyone says the same thing the same way? It would be boring. Exactly. So it was it was great to get sit down and, and talk to those guys and and hopefully we get to do it again sometime. What do you think? Yeah, I loved it, man. I I loved uh, going to the corner of the galaxy uh, recording studio. It was pretty dope. Yeah. I just noticed that everyone is way more professional than our shit. Yeah, really. They all started talking about like technical stuff, and I'm sitting there like these dudes are speaking Chinese because I don't know what the fuck is going on. Racist. I mean, no, that's because I don't speak Chinese. It's so racist. Because they're talking about technical stuff. <laughs> no, that you immediately lead to the Chinese. <laughs> no, it's just a language that I don't know. I could have said. You're the same what Trump sh- is talking about. <laughs> I could have said, you know, they're speaking Italian, and I still would have not known what the oh. hell they're talking about. Nobody believes that. Yeah, no, they weren't saying beepity boppity. Beepity boppity boppity beepity boppity Wow, spaghetti. <laughs> My my grandmother would be, would be fifteen. My oh, grandmother would be very uh, very proud of me. Why? Because you're discriminating against cultures that are different than yours. No, that because of her uh, her family her, her family is from Sicily, so their 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 maiden name is Mangano. Really? Yeah, dude. It's wow. I'm gonna stop talking about that right now because I keep having to censor myself from making racist jokes, <laughs> and eventually <laughs> one is just gonna overtake me, and I'm just gonna throw it out. Well, you know my grandmother; she's crazy, dude. Yeah, but she's not listening to this. No. <laughs> like, I'm, she's not the person. If if I knew she was listening, I wouldn't have a problem with the joke. Knowing that she's not listening, and I'm just going to get in trouble from a bunch of other people, and the joke didn't get across because she never heard it. It's just, it's not <laughs> worth it. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, so this episode is basically going to be a ripoff of the Christmas Carol. Christmas time is here. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go into uh, three things that we want to leave behind in 2016, three things that we want to keep in 2016, and then three things that we're excited to see for the future. So let's go into the first topic. The ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So we'll go into the first uh, topic is going to be uh, what we want to leave behind in 2016. Ooh, can I go first? Of course, man. I mean, this is the, this is what this podcast mm-hmm. is built for, is just for you to go off and talk for 15 minutes. I'm not going to mention him by name. Well, yeah, you promised you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I'm not going to mention him by name. In the past of 2016, I would love to leave behind the aging European of any name coming in for what appears to be a final paycheck. Um, There are some some older players that have played in Europe and played, you know, abroad in in different countries. Granted, the Galaxy seems to focus on the English Premier League. as I think every designated player we've ever had has played in the Premier League, save for Omar Gonzalez. Um, but every designated player we brought in has played at some point in their career in the Premier League. I would love to leave that behind. Um, there are great talents that are even coming in this offseason from South America, um, and the Galaxy still haven't quite seemed to, to grab any yet. Uh, so I, would, I, I hope we can do some of that. But mostly 
getting what appears to be English Premier League cast-offs in the hopes of getting higher ratings or selling more tickets. Uh, I would I would hope to leave that in the past. Yeah, I definitely, as my first uh, thing I wanted to leave in the past is the aging Euros. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely we're definitely on. Uh, it's getting pretty bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's one thing to bring in guys who might still have something in the tank, like you know, mm-hmm. say we brought over you know Beckham when he was thirty one, thirty two, and he, right. you know, it's still um, conservatively young for a professional. It's not sure. past their prime quite yet. There are some in the world who are still bringing it. Yeah, at thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, exactly. Um, but when you're bringing guys in who are 36 years old, 34, 34, 35, 36, it's like, that's, that's a fucking joke. And paying him, paying him 7 million a year. That's, that's a goddamn joke. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. I mean, that's something. Yeah. I'm with you a hundred percent on that. Um, uh, my second, uh, thing I want to leave behind in 2016, uh, is the inconsistent lineup that we had during this whole year. That's good. I mean, that's kind of been Bruce's, uh, MO. Sure. Is uh, not having a week to week the same lineup? I think we only played the same lineup like three times all of last season. And that was like at the end of the year, wasn't it? Right. Well, that was when we finally figured out that we didn't have to play He Who Shall Not Be Named and and Robbie <laughs> Keane in every game. I'm, I'm finding my way around it. Yeah, but, yeah you are. Uh, without having to play He Who Shall Not Be Named and, and Keno in every game, um, Bruce was able to kind of solidify a lineup a little, you know, a little bit better. So I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. And then uh, what do you, what my do you number got? two. Oh, I, I I can I got a number two ready. My number last, two. Last I, time we went on on a list, I went like one through three, and then let you yeah. go. <laughs> my number two. I was gonna use. I was gonna attempt to use for personal growth. Um, leaving some of my old uh, aggressions in the past, things that have upset me. And so one of the ones that that I've been speaking about a lot that I'm gonna try to let go for next year. Um, attendance numbers. I know that the, the attendance numbers that are presented are bullshit anyway. I know that it has nothing to do with who is actually in the seat. It has nothing to do with how many tickets are sold. And certainly the number that we use for a sellout is, I mean, seemingly was picked from thin air anyway, or we just cut back out of nowhere. Um, I'm going to try to let that go for 2017. God damn it. Finally. I'm going to move. I'm, I'm going to move. <laughs> well, I'm leaving one thing in the past. But I'm going to try to leave the attendance number behind. If it's 27,000, it doesn't matter. If it's 25, 342, or 315, or you know whatever number gets made up, depending on which designated player is playing, I'm going to do my best to stop bitching about it. And further, if I do bitch about it, I expect all of you to call me out. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more worried about like the actual like the crowd noise, like crowd ambiance, man. That's what's more important to me. Like yeah, if this crowd's up for it and the crowd's good. I mean, who cares if it's twenty or twenty five? I just I don't give a shit. Well, that's the capo in you. I guess maybe. You know, I think because well, I, I'm with you. If if there, you know, any person that was at the Morelia game, or any person that was at a really good Open Cup game, where it didn't matter if there were eight thousand or ten thousand people in the state in the stadium, as long as everyone was in, as long as everyone was into the game and focused and had the energy for it, didn't really matter. It doesn't matter if it's fil- if it's filled. Um, you know, I would have liked some scoring accurate or some uh, attendance accuracy. And I certainly would have liked an explanation as to why the number got dropped. But it's not going to happen. Going to do my best to move on. <laughs> All right. What's your number three? 
Uh, oh, my number three for leaving in the past. And it, it should it shouldn't just count for 2017 going forward. Um, hopefully it's it's a new mantra for for the galaxy and it's a new ideology. The aging ex US men's national team player. Your Tony Sane, your Eddie Lewis. I guess for 2016 it would even be your Landon Donovan, um, your Pablo Mastroni. Seeing these Bruce 2002 World Cup guys officially being the end of this, officially being the end of Bruce Arena calling his guys in, and he's gone, and that's that's mostly where the hope comes from. Um, but mostly seeing the end of these, and in, in every kind of uh, one of my categories, it's it's really these aging kind of aging <laughs> players, but seeing yeah. that go away. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but then I also... Uh, you know, we get that, you know, uh, ex- ex- I'm sorry, we get that uh, um, money this from this goddamn, I, my brain's fucking dead right now. No, no, no. Okay. So I'm talking about, you know, that, that good old MLS weird backdoor money where, uh, where a player retires and you get that extra cash from their retirement. I mean, we kind of uh, floated on that for a while trying to get, you know, buy down players contracts with that extra money. Yeah, um, but more often than not, they've contributed very little. Um, and I'm sure they're a great locker room presence. Um, but, you know, overall, it's been kind of, eh, kind of, eh, eh. So I would like to see, me personally, I'd like to see the end of that. Do you have your number three? Uh, my number three is not drawing so damn much, not tying so damn much. 16 draws in 2016. Yeah, I mean that is is it that's crazy. Almost half the games. It's I mean and, and that's what's funny is if you if you follow the galaxy on social media and particularly Twitter um the the line from the club or the, at least the club's executives was well look how few times we've lost. You know, we don't lose that much. You know, this is still only our fourth loss. This is still only our our set, sixth loss whatever. But you're tying six, 16 you said? 16. You're tying 16 fucking games. I mean <laughs> they're all they're they're not all you scoring a last minute goal. They're no. not all you clawing back. No. More often than not, we're fucking something up. Yep. Um so I yeah, oh, I think that's a perfect selection. I would love to see the end of um cuz it were if if it I think it was what was it 2008? No, it couldn't have been 2008. Must have been 2010. Either 9 or 10. But remember when Rob the Bruce started wearing ties to games because that's how often we were tying? <laughs> like a guy named Rob the Bruce in the Riot Squad would wear a tie to a, every Galaxy game because the expectation was we would tie. And you want to make fun of him, but then sure the fuck enough, we would tie that game. And that that's that's at least what last season felt like. But we had such a lackluster team, it kind of makes sense where you're like, well, you know, at least we got a point out of it. I guess it's not all bad. Yeah, I mean, and that's like such a terrible way of thinking like i guess we 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 tied i guess that's fine yeah i mean i guess and that's what i one of the things i said on the the super pod was if this is where we're at now if we're in a position where well we're satisfied tying or we're satisfied making the playoffs like we have much 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 bigger problems so yeah i'm with you Uh, hopefully in us not tying so damn much it's we don't tie so damn much and we start winning games yeah (laughs) Um, maybe i should yeah that's that's the other direction that's the caveat i should put on top of that yeah no more tying Four victories. Yeah. Four victories. That's good. 
Victory. No, I like those. Those are those are a good three. Yeah, dude. I, I like mine too. Yours were okay. <laughs> mine were depressing and angry as always. I mean, that's kind of RMO, right? Yeah, usually. You just blame the other guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, so going into the uh, Ghost of Christmas Present. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so lame. Anyways, um, so three things you want to keep from 2016. What's your number one? Sebastian Legette. Oh, my no, God. not even. Uh, Yellow Von Dome. Playing the exact same way. Oh, I see. My, my number one was also Legette in the center mid. Yeah, Legette center mid's a good one. Um, so we, we'll just, let's both do our number one then. I, I have Yellow Von Dom playing in the can center. We, can we say it at the same time? Like, right, like twins? One, two. Three. I love the Legette and I want to have your baby. Uh, oh, um, wait, what? <laughs> I had to censor my Von Dom uh, uh, <laughs> quote. I want you all over my body and my face. <laughs> Um, no, yellow playing in the same position, the same way, um, with as much tenacity for the present. I would love to see the captain's armband on him. Oh yeah. That is where it belongs. Period. Every time Robbie Keane came on, on the field and yellow gave him the armband, it enraged me. Like it had no, by his last season, it didn't really have any business being on Robbie anymore. Yellow was uh, at least on the field, the leader of that team. My presence, yellow Von Dom staying the exact same way. Okay, so then I'll go into my number two then, because I have it as the back five returning. I think Inclu- that's... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say including Roe. Yeah, I'm okay. excited to see Roe, man. You know, he's he's still super, super young. He made his off to, he made his mistake every now and then, but, I mean, even the most uh, veteran of goalkeeper does that, so I'm not too worried about that. Overall, I thought Brian Rowe was fantastic. I think he has its moments, um, as kind of all all younger keepers do who are still kind of learning their way. But overall, for what we were expecting out of him, I thought he was he was absolutely fantastic. Look, he could be Sean Johnson, okay? Could be Sean Johnson. He could be Bill Hamid. You Can know, I ask saying? a question: the entire back five? I'm I'm excited for the for the back five to be coming back. Honestly, Robbie Rogers, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the optimist and say. You know, it's just coming off a bad year. Well, I'm 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 Scrooge and yeah, mm, Robbie Rogers. I mean, AJ playing right back. I would have loved Sean, who is apparent Sean Franklin, who's apparently re-signed with DC United. Um, I don't know. I I wonder about the money we spend on Robbie Rogers and what it really brings. Um, but you know, hey, maybe another year together, he'll start playing right back competently. I don't know. Uh, you know, right. I, I, I'm confident in, and he'll be fine. I think what worries me is just his whole, like, uh, going on book tours and, and doing his thing outside the galaxy. Maybe seemed a little distracting, perhaps. Yes. I, I will definitely say with Robbie Rogers, there are, as, as is true of all other players, maybe with Rogers, it's more public. Um, but there are distractions and there are other motives, um, and things he is interested in pushing outside of what the galaxy necessarily does. And, you know, everyone kind of has their thing. Obviously, AJ is, has his, uh, his charity found, um, foundation. There, look, there's nothing wrong with having something else you're working on. Not at all. I would definitely say you see it more with Rogers. Um, and maybe that just means it's closer to his heart. I mean, maybe it, it's something that he's super passionate about. But, mm. Okay, He's not very good, is maybe, it? Maybe I'm just I'm excited to see that our turnover isn't so much defensively 
as it you know it needs to be because honestly defensively we're we're almost solid sure like well, that'll, 85 that, to 90 percent like we have a very strong defense that leads to my my number two if i may um might come as a surprise daniel Starris. For my number two, I want to see Steris playing the exact same way he was in the playoffs. Very specifically, the, the amount of time I want him to be the exact same. But how Steris played in the playoffs, I think, is the center back everyone kept telling me I was supposed to see during the season that never really emerged. Um, come playoffs, he was stout. He had earned his spot. Come playoffs, he made me say, okay, AJ De La Garza should be replacing Robbie Rogers not replacing Daniel Starris. Daniel Starris is at least competent. Um, if he comes back playing the exact same way, I'm in. Starris Van Damme, uh, a center back pairing is is something I'm willing to move forward with uh, for the future. Especially if you got AJ at right wing and he, or at right back, and you got Ashley Cole at uh, left wing, uh, left back. What's God? What's yeah, going what's on? What's going today? on with you, man? I, I, it's, it's I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but I, if Starris is playing the exact same way he was during the playoffs. I think we have a very good season, at least defensively. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, that had to be one of my my choices for keeping what we had in 2016. I think, I think our guys are pretty solid back there, and you right. know, having whoever is AJ or or if Rogers is there, giving AJ. you know competition to guys, I'm I'm totally AJ. fine with that. Oh, God. AJ. Yes, I would love to see AJ playing over Rogers. I, I'm okay. definitely in that boat. Okay, so it's your number three then. My number three is. Speedy Winger, mm. a goddamn Speedy Winger for the first time in I don't even know how long. Emma Boateng fucking loved what Emma did this season. Hey, he was he was solid. I mean, he, yeah, no, he was yeah, he was solid for what he contributed and for what again what we expected. You got more out of Emma than you expected going into the season. Yeah, and right? I was I was definitely on the on the uh, get rid of him. Well, I thought he, he was another forward. Because yeah. that's what he came in as, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what the, he was touted as is going to be, you know, this speedy forward. Right. But then you're looking at, like, okay, so we've signed McGee, and we have Gordon, and we have Giassi, and we have Geo, and we have Keen, and we still have McBean in Galaxy 2, who probably deserves a look, and we have Lasseter in Galaxy 2, who is supposedly, like, the next coming of gold puppy Jesus. Uh, and then we have uh, Villarreal, who is supposedly still supposed to be really good and the future of the team. Like, where is this kid going to get a look? Put him out on the wing. Turns out he's not half bad. Yeah, man. Halfway through the season, I'm like, please stop playing him. I, I didn't, I, I didn't rate him yeah. at all. Yeah. But that last half of the season, man, he turned it up, and I was like, yeah, this dude, this dude can stay. Yeah. I'm with it. And it's like, if it's the last half of the season, it's about the time Geo started clicking. Yeah. Geo started really getting his his stuff together, which you know is my number three. My number three is I'm hoping Gio has that. Um, there was four weeks where Gio scored seven goals. He's an MVP candidate. He's the best player the Galaxy's ever seen, blah, blah, blah. For the most part, the vast majority of his stats that are positive came over about a four to five week period in the summer. I'm hoping that Gio comes back. If we have that Gio next season and, and two, for the love of God, two designated players who are not solely brought in to sell jerseys and to sell tickets, but two designated players that can actually play. If Gio is performing to that level with two DPs that can play that don't, um, that don't almost specifically neutralize him. 
we have an outstanding season. I think we have a better season than any of us are expecting right now. Yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, DPs, then can I go into my things I want to see for? I'm excited for in the future. Yeah. All right. So my first one is the possible youth movement slash young DPs. We've heard from uh, you know Klein and we've heard from Pete that they want to go young. Can I? Sorry. No. Go. Go ahead. How? Explain something to me. I've been really big on like the optics of the galaxy lately, like how things look when we do them. Kurt Anolfo has his, uh, uh, what would you call it? His presentation is his uh, press conference talking about how we're getting younger, right? Yes. The same day <laughs> oh, we, <yeah>. announced, <laughs> we announced that we traded our draft pick for the rights to a 35 year old center midfielder. Hey, look, we still haven't just signed. Got he, finished. He hasn't <laughs> we, signed. We he, we don't even know if he's going to be with us next year. So then, is it a better move that you traded a draft pick for nothing? Yeah, because we would have been what like nineteenth in the draft. We would have right, gotten. If, well, well no, what no. would we have gotten with that pick? We uh, oh, we've uh, gotten some like scrub from UCLA or whatever. That but, would that would probably never ever play for the team. But if you're having if your if your outlook is a youth movement. From the from the standpoint of the front office, from the standpoint of the people who kind of control at least the announcement of these things, maybe you say maybe you announce that you traded for the rights to Jermaine Jones three days later, two days later. I don't understand how you have the press conference for the coach, and then the one thing the coach who you know didn't have enough respect for the team to shave his face before he sat down for it. Um, I don't know how you have that guy saying we're going to put an emphasis on a youth movement and we're going to try to play younger and, and sign more younger, exciting players. And then the first thing you do is sign a 35 year old center midfielder. Yeah. That's really slash, bad. I mean, slash center back who plays center back because he doesn't really run anymore. Yeah. You know what? It's, I think it's just really bad timing. It's it's, I mean, the optics are awful. I mean, it's, it's not like you didn't, you couldn't wait until maybe after your first DP signing of say, a young where, guy. where is, where is the MLS super draft being held this year? Uh, in good old Los Angeles. Do you know when we have our first draft pick? Oh, probably like the fourth round of the yeah. super duper draft. Fourth round. Ah. Draft is being held in LA. We had a first round pick. Traded the first round pick. 35-year-old center midfielder. Because we're trying to get younger. New era. Same old shit. Okay. Sorry. What was your number one? I mean, you kind of shit all over my number one, but whatever. New era, same old shit. Mm -hmm. mm, new era, same old shit. I'm trying to be optimistic here. I, I feel new era. this is a weird thing. I feel oddly, oddly optimistic about our our new our upcoming season. Right. And I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I know I know why, but I, I I'm just I'm never optimistic. I haven't been optimistic since like I don't know the last championship run. Even before then, I wasn't very optimistic. 2012 for me, like coming off of the 2011 season. You know, I mean, I've. I really came into my soccer love during the like 2006 season of the Galaxy. Well, oh. I mean that's when I really started like you know going right. to games every 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 week and so I, I you know that run of 2006 2008 where that's where your fandom kind of grows. You're like right. shit, man. Every year kind of feels oh uh, we're gonna be shit this year. Yeah, which is funny because you and I met in like 07, 06, yeah. 07. Yeah, yeah. Like we met in the height of fucking Galaxy stinkdom. Yep. But no, you're you're number one. Your youth movement, I, I'm for it. I'm excited, dude. You know, we've we Bruce has kind of been a play his veteran guy, so I'm kind yeah. of excited to see if we. Can oh no, we're young. we're as an organization, we're clearly moving away from that. Yeah, 
I'm hoping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Thirty. Ooh yeah. Thirty-five. Thirty-five years old. Center shit all over my my first fucking 35 year old center midfielder who loves to run forward even if it doesn't make sense for what's happening on the field which is if you're if you're getting sebastian legette playing center midfield you're asking him to drop further uh further back now yeah so that jermaine jones can run forward because that's what he does just you know what's your number one <laughs> <laughs> Number one for the future? Um, yeah. I would I actually share your sentiment. I, I hope we um, we hold fast to this belief of trusting the younger players. Well, you're fucking stupid. That's well, dumb. No. 35-year-old no. guy. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a stupid hope. <laughs> Following this team, it's a stupid hope. At, a, at any given time. Any given week, any given but day. It's, but it's a new hope. It's a new... Oh, God. When are we going to talk about Star Wars? Oh, how good ne- was Next Rogue week on Star Wars Pod. Jesus, how good was Rogue One? Rogue One, you know what? I You should have... Before we started recording tonight, you should have mentioned Rogue One. I would come in with so much more positivity. <laughs> All right. I'll do that for the next time. Such a good movie. Oh, so fucking good. Um, anyway. Sorry. Spoilers, by the way. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. You're an asshole. Come on. Can really? you put? Can you put? Dun dun dun. Like right there. Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. Um, no, my, my. I hope we stick to the youth movement. I hope we truly try to go forward with it. I thought it was horrendous optics, uh, as I've obviously already said. Um, it made. It didn't make any sense. It made zero sense for the message that the team was trying to send to the fans. Um, but I, I hope we can buck that trend, and I hope we can get that fucking monkey off of our back of these aging players. Because we're too scared to play anyone else, um, or or we don't understand how we're going to sell jerseys or how we're going to get on television, so we have to sign these guys who don't honestly have that much left in the tank. But you know they got something, they got enough. You know I can trust them. You know play a center. Maybe you lose a game. Look, I don't think anyone's expecting to win MLS Cup this year, but maybe that helps. That helps give you some space and some minutes to play someone that's coming through, or you spend that money on someone younger. You know, Wendy on on the Superpod put it best. Look, Jermaine Jones is worth two hundred grand, max, max. And if that's what you're paying him, fine. As long as he's not starting every game, as long as as he's he's not this guy that we have to etch in stone, like a Ten Commandment, to to start every game in the center midfield because he's Jermaine Jones, he's a legend. He's Steven Gerrard. Damn it, he's a legend. Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't help it. Um, but as long as we're not forcing this guy into the starting lineup, then, hey, it's okay. If he's teaching someone, then it's okay. But if Rafa Garcia is done, then move the kid on. If you're not going to play him as a defensive midfielder, move him on. What is he offering you? If he is good enough for the team, then why are you signing a 35-year-old guy who at his prime or maybe two years ago was good enough for the Galaxy, but he's not really today. He's shown that you know he's not what you should be spending a, a healthy amount of money on. So I, I I hope we do we truly stick with the youth movement. Jack McBean's coming back. That there's your number three striker. Ariel Lasseter, if he's as good as everyone says he is, there's your number four striker. Um, moving, you know, as much as I love these guys, moving Gordo on, moving McGee on, you know, separating from Landon, you know, it, maybe it's time. If Romney is the left back of the future, let's start getting that guy some minutes. You know, if if, if I don't think Steris is the future of anything, but 
if Sordo is truly your right back of the future, let's start getting that guy some minutes. If he's not, let's cut him loose and start moving on. If we have this, this wealth of talent in the academy, if we have this wealth of talent in Southern California and in Los Angeles, now's the time to start tapping into that. Um, but aging center midfielders uh, who are probably former national team players, not really how you combat LAFC, certainly not how you uh, move forward with your youth movement. So there's my number one. Positive. Jeez, I mean, yeah, man. Keep it, keeping it real positive, aren't we? You know, uh, look, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. Right. All right. So what's your uh, what's your number two? Number two for the future. The um, future, future, future. Just 2017, or, or or how far ahead can I go? Um, you know what? It's our fucking pod. Do whatever the fuck you want. Uh. Legitimate sh- movement for reliable public transportation, or at least a significantly better parking situation. All right. The fact that that the, both supporters and we don't talk about the ACB too much, not for you know any negative reason, just the most the majority of our stuff is centered around the riot squad because that's what we know. But the fact that both of your supporters groups cannot park by their pregaming section is nonsense. It is ridiculous. The fact that they could park by their parking by their pregame section, and then you took that away, is ridiculous. Fixing this in some way, because you can't keep having this. You can't keep having this sentiment of, "Hey, we need you guys to give and give and give and give and give." Um, yeah, as as Galaxy fans who actually go on a on a regular basis to the StubHub, for the last couple of years, it's just been. Uh, goddamn nightmare with you should you shouldn't have to negotiate with yourself to go to a game yeah you shouldn't have to talk yourself into it you don't you shouldn't feel like you owe them this you love your team so you should want to go but we're going to consistently make it as difficult for you as possible and then if you don't go you're the problem like i i think my hope for the future is more more tools to encourage the average fan to become a supporter and tiny things like dicking around with the supporters parking situation. That's a problem. I understand, you know, the fire marshal rules with flares and smoke and all that, but Hey, maybe we lighten this shit up just a little bit, just a little, you know, and I've been in the meetings where we discuss these things, but just, and so have you, but just a little, I mean, maybe everything doesn't become a headache. Maybe everything doesn't become a problem. Like, how about every now and again we go, hey, how about we want to do this? And you just go, that sounds fucking cool. Let's do that shit. Yeah. I would I would like that. That, that, that would be my number two. What about you? Um, I think my number two things that I'm excited for for the future, and this is uh, definitely uh, short-term based, but it's uh, the core of the team is still intact and is coming back for 2017. Sure. So you still have uh, the guys, like, the, like I said, the – Five guys in the in the back. There's coming back. You have a uh, legit who hopefully is still going to be in the center mid, and then you have uh, Jazzy and Gio up top. Um, I mean that's pretty goddamn good coming off of that awful season where you literally just have to you know get two major pieces mm-hmm. and then you know kind of fill out your depth a little bit. Well, that would be one of mine for for the present. If I can touch back on those, yeah, I, I was kind of, I, I was after reading them like that's kind of a present, but whatever. But keeping well, keeping the core of the team and signing designated players that work with the core of the team, instead of having the core of the team, people that you've already come out and said like we want to keep AJ, we want to keep Van Dom, we want to keep Leggett, we want to keep Gio, we want to keep Giassi. 
then we're going to sign players that almost either play specifically in their position or force them out of their position. Like having the core of the team and signing players that complement them. Yeah, that's the thing is, man, you literally have two spots to fill. And you have, you have two DP slots open. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of turnover this season. So go fill out the two spots that you need. Yeah, go, it, get, a, it should, go get a right winger. It doesn't seem that difficult to... Like, couldn't you... Wouldn't it have made sense to go get a right wing player and a defensive midfielder that were designated players that were not Jermaine Jones? Yes. Wouldn't that have made sense? I mean, it's like, whatever... Holy shit, we needed a right winger. Whatever money you're spending on Jermaine Jones could go to another signing that is mm-hmm. not 35 years old. Yeah. Or if you're if you're truly in if you're truly crunching uh numbers and you're truly trying to save money what what is he is he is he the new Pat Noonan? Is he the new Pablo Mastrani? Where it's this guy yeah. where you're just like where is this money going? Why did we do this? Here's the thing is that Jermaine Jones doesn't seem like he's going to retire after this next season. That guy seems like he's going to play until like his legs literally don't I'm work anymore. I'm still hoping he retires after 2016. <laughs> oh man, you know, and it's just it's just baffling to think, you know, and I'm I'm still pretty positive if mm-hmm. we do sign Jermaine Jones, I think it's we will. It's yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's a, it's an okay signing. And but sure. it shouldn't it shouldn't we shouldn't be settling for okay signings. I don't I think it was bad that he was the first one. Yeah. I think he it's but again it's going back to the optics. I think looking at the optics, it's 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 pretty shitty that Jermaine Jones was the first. It doesn't it doesn't look great. But And if that's you know, if that's the guy that you're hoping is gonna be your center defensive mid, that's scary. Right. Where you so have certainly regularly. Yeah. I mean, literally you have two slots open for DPs. You have two positions that need to be filled out on your roster for your starting eleven. It doesn't seem that difficult to imagine that these are the guys that you need to go for and not a center defensive mid who's 36 years old in Jermaine Jones, where he literally played less games than Steven Gerrard did last year. Oh, you're not supposed to say that guy's name. No, I said it. I I can say it. You can't say it. (laughs) I keep hearing you're not supposed to say that guy's name. And it's just it's just baffling. See, I was so optimistic going into this into this episode. Now I'm back to negativity. Why it's Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, you know, look, you're talking to me. Ow, fuck. And I'm I it will take the galaxy showing me what they're doing. And so far we just keep hearing um so far we have Anolfo and Pete Vianis since the season ended. And I, I love Pete and I'm uh tolerant of Kurt, but we haven't done anything yet. And teams are starting to make moves. So unless we're unless we're going out to land a huge fish and it's it's taking some time. Um, I, I think you're justified in going into the Christmas uh, uh, period, you know, not feeling great, but there's still time to turn it around. There's still, I think we both still have a three, but there's still time to turn it around. And, and my, my number three is uh, I'm going to end on a positive note because they always say you should end positively. I would love to see a deep cup run. I would love to see a good, you, a legitimate U S open cup run. We're talking semifinal, maybe fuck, maybe even a final. Going for it. If you have these younger players, you don't necessarily have to rest them in the earlier rounds because they have young legs, they're energetic, they need minutes. Go for it. Legitimately go for it. 
I mean legit. I mean, I want to see Geo on the field for an Open Cup game. I want to see Giassi on the field for an Open Cup game. Maybe you go Geo and McBean. Maybe you go uh, McBean, Lasseter up top. But I want to see starting, eight, uh, you know, not starting 11, but um, your first team, your, your main 18-man roster going for the Open Cup in a legitimate way that leads me to think we actually want to win it. That's my number three. Oh, God, I would love that so much. You know, no. I think I think that's you know the the casual MLS fan doesn't uh, really appreciate that the Open Cup, right? And but fuck them. Yeah, I know, but I, it's been so it's been over ten years since we've won that thing, dude. Yeah. I I, I love I want to win that shit, man. Right. I want to I want to win everything. And if we're if we're getting to a point where it's going to become harder and harder for us to win an MLS Cup, and it is, new teams are coming into the league, and new teams that are coming are coming into the league spending money. Hey. You know, uh, a U.S. Easy, Open Cup run easiest way into a bad yeah. season. Easiest way into CCL, man. Easiest way into the Champions League. It's what seven games. Yep. I mean, I come on. I, it's there isn't even NASL talent for you to compete with. It doesn't look like. Looks like for the most part you're going to be competing with USL talent. And even if you have upper echelon USL teams, they'll still be worse than. I mean, presumably they'll be of the same caliber of our LA Galaxy two, or worse. And Anolfo was in the U.S. was coaching in the USL, so you would think he would at least understand those teams. So I, I would, and he would understand his youth players that he's going to have that would be eligible for the competition since LA Galaxy Two can't compete in it anymore. So I, I can't see a, a real reason we can't make a deep cup run. I'm hoping it's the case. I, I hope the Galaxy has the same emphasis and passion for it that you and I do, and and we've obviously talked about it a lot. It's just it remains to be seen, and it's you know it's kind of on them. Yeah, and that's kind of that's what goes into my number three, is I am very excited to see, post Bruce Galaxy. Yeah. You know it's it has been since what two thousand eight, so it's you know what how many how many years is that now? Two, this is basic math eight. here. Come on, you you can do so this. eight eight and a half years. Wow. Seven and a half years. Fascinating. Fuck you. Is Long Fuck Beach Unified School District or? Yes, it is. There you go. Um, but you know, I'm 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 really am excited. I'm, I'm excited to see you know what Kurt can do and if he can pull it off, and see if uh, Pete as a Pete Verhennes as a GM can get the job done, and Chris Klein can get the job done without Bruce, you know, kind of on on at his right side. You know, signings got to start rolling in. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, we have until I mean March fourth is our is our home opener. So yeah. FC Dallas FC on Dallas. a Saturday. What a test for, for Kurt in his yeah. opening game. <laughs> FC Dallas on a Saturday at 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, yeah. Hey, man, uh, it's kind of – that kind of puts, uh, you know, a countdown to, to this offseason. And, I mean, it's it's exciting, man. It's going yeah. to come, come up sooner than than we think. Oh, no, it's – it's look, the, once the season is over and you do your, your expansion draft, like, it comes hard and fast, like Ed's mom. Hey. Um, oh, come on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but it'll be here before we know it. We we probably should wrap up and get out of here. I think we've been going for a bit. Um, we will get back to a normal show. Um, obviously, as our Christmas one, this one was, a, a, well, down for Christmas. But uh, it was a little bit different. We will get into the new the rumors that, that have been circulating around the galaxy for some designated players, uh, both young, which is interesting. But, yeah, uh, I mean, we there's a there's a lot to go around. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that next week. Yeah, or yeah, and we'll we'll definitely do one uh, before the new year. Uh, I'm headed up to my old man's or down to my old man's at this point now. 
um, at the Royal Tucker Compound in Central California. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, just a lot of running around. I got like three different households I got to go to Ouch. on Christmas Eve and then two different households on Christmas Day. So it's going to be uh, a lot of fucking Hectic. clusterfucks. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I blow my brains out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> This was uh this was fun, Ed. This was a good Yeah, good, man. Uh, could, I needed this. I wanna applaud Tucker with this idea. I, I loved it. And I think we should definitely like do every year where we do like a different Christmas movie. Definitely. No, like, next, next year is... next year we'll do like the bad Santa version of oh, shit, the yeah. podcast. I mean we just get shit faced and then do a podcast. I was gonna do Die Hard because it's a nope. it's a Christmas movie. Nope, no it is not. It's definitively you're out of your mind. Nope. You can set that movie on Thanksgiving and it would be the same exact movie. So it is not a Christmas movie. Right, but I watched Nightmare Before Christmas in March. I mean, it doesn't change because of the month I'm watching it in. But it has to deal with Christmas. You're fucking... Die Hard has nothing to do with Christmas. It's not it takes... themed It's not themed at. It's not themed for Christmas. It just happens to take place in Chris, on Christmas. That silence that I, I let sit there, that was for all the people who were screaming in their car like, turns out Ed's a fucking idiot well, because no. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is not. All right. I love you, buddy. I love you too, dude. All right. Have Happy fun. Happy Christmas, everybody. Have fun. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, we may come back Happy next Hanukkah. week for the end of a year episode. May. Hanukkah. We might want to take a, a break, but who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll if we feel it like it. Yeah. As always. As always. Yeah, where can they find us? <laughs> uh, so you guys can always find us at, on Twitter at twitter.com slash riot squadcast. Uh, you can also find me at my personal Twitter at edthezombie. You can follow me on my personal Twitter at zero cool one three eight. You can also find us uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash riot squadcast. Please go like, share our page. I'd really, uh, really appreciate it. And also, if you guys can go to iTunes, leave us a five star review. Uh, say whatever you want in the review because we don't give a shit. We're probably not going to read them anyways. But please give us five stars because that'll help us, you know, get uh, more listeners to our, our little ditty show. Yeah. And, and we promise the next few ones will be better. This was good. I liked it. I'm tired. I had fun. I, I had fun on the show. I, I, I always have fun, dude. It's it's always a good time. It's always fun to talk Galaxy with you. And yeah, of course, man. Just take a break from life. So that's of good. course. Of course. All right, man. Well, I love you, buddy. All right, man. Let's make like some titties I'll, and bounce. I'll probably talk to you within the next couple of days anyway. So probably as soon as we hang up on this. <laughs> All right, man. Be well. All right, brother. Love you.